As we close out another week in Project 70, it is hard to be anything but excited about the future of this set. This was an automatic buy for me, and also I hope everybody loves this card because you've got Coming to America, you've got Back to the Future, so that Francisco Lindor by FDOT came in at a very, very nice, even number, 1,550. But welcome to episode number 44 of the Project 70 Show. My name is Chris, otherwise on Twitter and Instagram is at CRT underscore sports cards. And my website, CRTSportsCards.com, is where you want to go for everything related to Project 70. And of course, it is another weekend, which means on Sunday morning, I'll be releasing pricing again for first artist base and foil cards. Will the Acuna by Alex Pardee overtake the number one spot or can Tyson Beck's Shohei Otani be the most valuable card for the third week in a row? More details to come on Sunday morning. And also part of my excitement right now is the simple fact that on Thursday I had a really, really good meeting with a website developer and I'm now in the beginning stages of having the website completely redone. My sort of homemade left side of the brain thought process is coming to an end on the website. It's going to be a few weeks before I mean, anything is live, but I'm excited to see what gets developed, what gets produced, because I know the website needs improvement and it needs a better user experience. So just be patient right now while those updates get worked on. I will say the website will not change until the entire redesign is ready to go, but I will be sharing updates sort of behind the scenes views of what I'm seeing on the back end through my Discord server. So if you've not joined us on Discord, there's a link in the description below. Follow that link, jump into Discord, join the best Project 70 community. And also one fantastic thing right now about our Discord community is a member wanted to give away that Pete Alonzo by Keith Shore. So the free card giveaway tonight is gonna be exclusive to Discord and it's basically a community give out. So jump onto the website or jump onto the server, follow the Polar Bear giveaway server thread, Put your print run guess in because the person nearest the print run is going to win this card free from our community. And I will say you have to give it to Keith Shore. Yes, of course, Pete Alonso's nickname is the polar bear, but what did Keith Shore do? He literally put a polar bear on the card. You've got Pete Alonso walking somewhere as a polar bear. Keith Shore, of course, likes to push the envelope with his design. His designs are either take it or leave it. There's real no middle ground, but it's gonna be very interesting to see how this card sells. It is great that Pete Alonso continues to deliver cards, but will this card resonate with fans of Project 70? Now, speaking about resonating, one thing that we always look to as a key as to what resonates with a fan or not of Project 70 is, of course, the print run number. And so as of Friday evening, we have now seen eight of the 12 print runs. And I will tell you, this is right now the third branch, the reason why I'm also very excited about the set as we go through the end of June and the beginning of July. Yes, it's only eight print runs, but there's some really good data in these numbers. The lowest selling card this week was over 1,100. And I will tell you, Blake took, in my opinion, a real risk releasing a Randy Rosarina card this deep into Project 70. I don't know how much hobby love there is right now for Randy, but it shows the ability of Blake to move a product because you could say that card released by any other artist other than maybe Alex Pardee would drop probably under a thousand. So 1,171, I think for Randy is a very, very good number. 
And then the rest of the print runs were all over 1500 Although I am giving Jackie Robinson by Chinatown Market, I'm giving them four to the print run. 1496 is pretty darn close to 1500 That Vladdy came in over 1900 and the leader in the clubhouse right now is that Brittany Palmer Mickey Mantle 2.2. Now, that is the lowest Mickey Mantle on record right now, but to me that speaks completely about the luster of Mickey Mantle has maybe worn off a little bit more than anything around Brittany Palmer. And also a quick congratulations to Greg Rotunda for being the latest winner in our print run contest. His print run guess on the David Ortiz by Quicks of 1844 was just two off the actual number of 1846. So Greg, fantastic job, great guess, and let's hope for a foil or maybe a gold in our package here in the coming weeks. And so while that Brittany Palmer Mickey Mantle does lead the way right now at just over 2.2, will that be the number one print run for week number 17? Absolutely not, because there have been some just a home run cards get released from some home run players. And number one, we finally see another T206 player. We get Ty Cobb by Pose. And by the way, if you're a Tigers fan, I hope you are a now a fan of Pose because Pose is right now the only artist to have released a Tigers card, and this is now his second release. But does this card capture Ty Cobb in the proper way? You can make the argument that he was one of the meanest baseball players that have ever played the game, but also on the flip side of that coin, you can say that that book was made up of complete lies and that he was not one of the meanest baseball players out there. But to me, this card by Pose captures the essence of his T206 portrait cards, but he does it in a modern way. Now, one day I will own a couple time cops for my T206 Polar Bear set, so this card is not on the same level as the Hannes Wagner from DJ Ski a few weeks ago, which sits on my counter over there, but this is just another great addition to Project 70 because I love to see players that played the game a hundred years ago be celebrated in this set. And so while we're on the topic of players who played a couple of years ago in the game, let's stick with that theme and let's talk about Matt McCormick's recent release with his Ricky Henderson. Ricky Henderson, of course, is a player that we saw 20 times last year in Project 2020, but very few artists captured Ricky Henderson the way Matt McCormick did with this card. And when I think about Ricky Henderson, I think about one thing. I think about just how great of a base dealer he was. And here he is, Matt McCormick, having Ricky holding another base he stole. And you also go back to that very, very famous video when he stole third base to become the all-time stolen base champion. So there's a lot of things going on with this card, but also there's not. It's just Ricky holding the base, but it, but it elicits a lot of great memories in our mind of what Ricky did in his career. And so while we're in Oakland, we might as well cover Mark McGuire. Yes, Mark McGuire in their wrist card here is featured in a St. Louis Cardinal uniform. But for a vast majority of us, Mark McGuire will always be an athletic part of the Bash Brothers with Jose Canseco. One of the great things with risks cards so far in Project 70 is the fact that they're all the same. Basically, the colors are just electric. They stand out so very well. With so many cards coming out, we are now over 27% of the way there of the set. I'm continuing and slowly gravitating to things that are similar. And when you think about artists like Risk and Natural, these are two artists that have kept the same theme running through their entire set. Also, Ron English, 1970 tops all the way through. 
Action Bronson 1971 tops. So I think you're starting to get sort of an idea of how I'm collecting the set. I need similarity between all of the cards and I also need them to connect in a way and there is no other artist out there in Project 70 that is doing it the way Natural is doing it. Every one of his cards is going to connect at the end of the day. I do not believe right now that his first six cards connect in any way, but his recent release was another card with a player autograph. And you know what? I beat the boats and I beat the bicycles. I actually logged onto the top website the other day and I was able to purchase an autographed Yermin Mercedes and I didn't have to pass one of the tests. I still cannot believe it, but it made me very, very happy. But it's great to see Naturel taking a little bit different of an approach here with this card, a rookie card. We had him recently with Doc Ellis, but I'm waiting for the first card he releases to connect on the clouds. And so somehow this show has turned into me highlighting every single artist that has kept the same theme throughout their set. So I'm curious, since there's not a giveaway, the comments are gonna be wide open right now. What are your thoughts on artists that are keeping the same theme? Even someone like Matt Taylor, who released a Beau Bichette this week, his recent Cody Bellinger was a little bit different of a color scheme, although he is using the same color palette his entire run. Do you like the artists that are keeping the same theme or do you like artists who are mixing it up on every single release? But speaking about another artist that is continuing the same theme, we have Ron English breaking the Mike Trout watch. This is the very, very first time we've seen Mike Trout since card number 159. And we get a Trout, Mike Trout. The blue, the teal, the color. He almost looks like a Mariner, but to me, it was the color of Trout, the fish, for why his skin color is that way. I look back at the strawberry and said, is he red? But the strawberry is more pink, so I don't think there's a play here on the color of the fish, but at least to me, in my mind, there is. But this card, just like many of Ron English's with the backgrounds he uses and the colors he uses, this card looks amazing in foil. This card is going to sell quite well and it's going to be great to see what these foils go for because we have not seen a Mike Trout card in over 100 cards. And of course, I can't skip over that Beau Bichette by Matt Taylor. It's just great to see Beau Bichette, another young player in the game right now, get a card. I was going to try the hair flip right now for this card to celebrate it, but I think it's just going to be too much of a mess for me to do on camera. So because of that, we'll move on to another card. We'll talk about a card here that to me feels backwards based on how the artist has released their first five cards. Now we have Lou Brock here by Futura, and you're going to say, Chris, it's not backwards. He's just running to second base. You're absolutely correct. And of course, Futura has a similar background theme in the back. It's always three different colors or three different designs to make up the background. But when you take a look at Futura's first five cards, the logo or the name is on the left. Yes, that Hank Aaron card, his name's on the top left and the Willie Mays logo is on the bottom left. But on this Lou Brock, the logo is on the top right and he's running to second. So for me, in my mind, this card just feels backwards. It is not at all, but this is also an artist that I've recently given up their 20 card run. Of course, I did not buy that Ernie Banks and now I'm probably not gonna buy this new Brock, but I'm also at peace with it. I think as we continue to move through the set, we are gonna start to have to give up some artist sets just because funds are limited, we still have nearly 72% of the set to go. And so we've got to allocate funds the right way. So even though I really, really like this card, I really, really like Futurist cards, I just unfortunately can't collect them all. 
and I'm at peace right now with the fact that I'm no longer collecting this artist set. And so while I will let that Lubrock pass on by, one artist I cannot let go by just yet, and it's a set that I've put together since the beginning of Project 2020, and it is Gregory Siff. And Gregory Siff here releases his Bo Jackson. And when I saw this card, and I will tell you again, I'm still not sold on the fact that Bo Jackson is going to drive a print run like we think he will, but when I saw this card from Gregory Siff, I thought of one thing and I can't shake it from my mind. It is every story has two sides. You can take a look at this card and you can see baseball. You can also take a look at this card and see football. But whenever you hear a story from somebody, whether it's positive or negative, there's always two sides. And on Bo Jackson, there's two sides of his story. There is the ever famous, just amazing athletic performance from him. But on the other side of the story, it's the constant injuries that derailed that career. And now speaking about injuries, there is no other player right now that could be, or maybe there's other players, but we think about Aaron Judge, we think about injuries, we also think about just how good that player is at the game of baseball. But here we have Mr. Cartoon releasing their 1965 version of Aaron Judge. And my heart was kind of crushed a little bit when this card was released based on what the other artist had released around 1965. Now, I will also say, when I saw this card for the first time, I got a real flashback to Mr. Cartoon to Ichiro from Project 2020, which is one of my favorite cards of the entire set. And when I first saw that card, I said, wow. But on this Aaron Judge here, 1965 tops, what is sort of the, the design feature of that set? The pennant on the bottom left, and the very first 11 cards that were released in 1965 from various artists in the set all had that pennant on the left side. But you know what? Mr. Cartoon says, screw that. I'm getting rid of it. I'm making 65 tops my own way. You can see the play of it with the Yankees and the logo in the top right or all the way across the top of the card. But I was a little bit crushed when I didn't see the pennant on the bottom left of this Aaron Judge. But this also begs the question, who did Aaron Judge in 1965 Tops better, Gregory Siff or Mr. Cartoon? But now, speaking about Aaron Judge in a secondary way here, when you take a look at Morning Best's recent release of their Fernando Tatis Jr., which I think is going to give Mike Trout a run for its money just because of how well Tatis is doing right now on the baseball field and with Project 70 altogether. It just proves to me in the moment how much was left on the table with Morning Breast Aaron Judge. And look, when I first saw their first two cards, of course, Mariano 1971 tops, automatic buy for me, and then Willie Mays. Look, that stencil design is not necessarily something that I gravitate to immediately, but I really like those cards. But then the Judge came out. I'm like, I'm just not feeling it. I just don't feel that it portrays Judge in the right way. They did get it back a little bit with the Soto. Now, of course, the Ichiro, their recent release before this Tatis was to me a home run. But on this Tatis, you can capture the emotion. You can feel the emotion, the look in Tatis's face on this card. So in my opinion right now, this is Morning Breast's best card in Project 70. And I also want them to be given a mulligan on the judge because I think that judge could be a lot better overall. And last but certainly not least, and look, you would not be um, wrong here to think that you had forgotten that Blue the Great was still in Project 70. We had not seen Blue the Great since card 166, and that was his Ichiro release 
But Blue the Great the other day on Twitter said he is done with all the corporate gigs. And so some of us thought that maybe he was quitting the project, but then he responded to my tweet and said that he had just basically turned in his cards and they were coming up here soon. So it looks like Blue the Great has just turned all his artwork in so far. And his latest release, his card number four, he's now just taking the Don C path of Project 2020. We have Greg Maddox with 87 tops, the ever famous wood grain background of the bat with Greg Maddox in a Cubs uniform. Look, I'm a Braves fan as a kid. I think of Maddox as a Brave versus a Cub, but I know for a ton of Cubs fans out there, this is how they think of Greg Maddox. But at the end of the day, I'm just glad to see another card from Blue the Great and to know for a fact that he will in fact complete his 20 card run in Project 70. With that, have a fantastic weekend and I'll see you back on Tuesday night for episode number 45 of the Project 70 show.